It's your weekly installment of entertainment, gay, politics, gay, news, gay, from an LGBT perspective. So gay. We're your hot mess Sunday every day. Welcome back to your hot mess. Hello, Sunday. it's been a week. I can't believe it's been a week. Last week was the Fun Drive show, so uh, we had on automatic shoes. We did Matthew Hughes. I do live wanna, in the studio. I want to say he had his release party at Nine Bar and Bistro on last Wednesday. Yes, and we saw him there, and he even pressed some vinyl. He's got some records available of the new album. Uh, songs of Love and War. And I want to say, he did a lot of his songs on here. He is a brilliantly talented young man. Right. People I really think need to go out and and um, buy it. And you can buy actually it. go get those. I mean, every every major online, uh, you know, downloadable music store, iTunes, he's on Google Play, he's on yeah. Cam Sound, he's on everywhere. He's in and town. you can go to 4,000 Holes up on Monroe and pick up a vinyl, pick up a record because he did those and he showed them to us and they are amazing. They really are. They were great. And he had to put them all together himself, but yeah, they right. great. Well, like the, 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 the holder, the flap that holds it, the sleeve, the sleeve, you have to put the sleeves together. You yeah, the flap the, that holds it. The, the record. Together. You know, that's the technical. The flap that holds it. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you just got two technical. Let's help tell, we'll tell the public that yeah, well, we call sleeve. that. Yeah. It's, you call that a sleeve, we call it the flap that holds it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so anyways definitely check out we support him uh, yeah. 110% he's amazing and he's got a beautiful voice that's oh some, my gosh some talent and really good style you can hear his his style bleed through yeah you can so I want to say that uh, one of our loyal listeners out there was mentioning that hey no Periscope today yes um, and, and we're just here to tell you that we, we're just kind of a little slow because it's been a week it, it yeah. has been exhausting. So, you know what? Just just hold on, because we will not let you down. We will get that, uh, we will have we will get that going. We'll next week, for sure. It'll be... Well, it might be in just a little bit here. That's oh, actually, there you go. Right? It'll just be pre-show. Or into Mid the show. Mid-show. Mid-show. Thank you. There's there a word. Yeah. That is. <laughs> Anyways, how was your week, Sergey? Um, my, me my meek. Your meek. There you go. That's, that's how your meek that's went. That's how meek went. Um, no, my week was okay. I kind of had a, a little bug towards the end of it. A uh, little yeah, stomach did. thing. I had to. I mean, you didn't scare your team to death or anything. No, exactly. Mm -hmm. Well, it's funny because I had to go to uh, urgent care, kind of like one of those walk-in clinics. It wasn't like mm -hmm. ER or anything, but um, walked in and kind of told the doctor what was going on. And I was like, well, it's a reoccurring stomach pain I've been having. <laughs> this is it's, yeah, right. It's, uh, this doctor was not my favorite. Um, I won't tell you where I went just to, you know, get bias out of there, but I don't like this particular clinic anyways. Mm -mm. Um, so I get there and I tell the doctor what's going on. He's like, well, it sounds like it's food poisoning. I'm like, yeah, but it's reoccurring. I get it about once a month. He's like, well, eating is a reoccurring activity. And I was like, really? And all I have to say is, first of all, the really? most pompous, disrespectful answer yeah. ever. Exactly. I'm like, oh. You're like, no, no, you know kidding. what I'm feeling right now. <laughs> no, you know. You're right, doctor. You have a PhD e. or is something. That's a little passive-aggressive. It was very <laughs> passive-aggressive. So we taught, like, later on he got a bit better. I mean, he did take blood work and, and things like that for, for the labs. But um, still, I felt like I, I was just there. And he was like, well, no, sit down. This is what you have. No, doctor. I don't think it's a well. It was thing. that was a bit that was a long day for us. Anyway, it was. It so was we were going long, going. Long, yeah. You're dying all day long. All day. Like it's it's horrible. And yeah, so no, finally we're like shooting pains. We got us. You get to go home, but you get to go to the doctor because you you need to go. And we had 
a big event to go to that night. Yes, we asked yes. the Curter. I felt so guilty because I'm like, no, you don't. If he has to go, you don't let him go alone. Yeah. You know, especially because it was worrisome. But you're good. I'm good. Well, and, and thanks to a little event last night and our amazing yes. favorite person yes, in yes, the yes. world, it, she was so helpful to you. Right. It kind of um, it cleared up. Brenda Brenda Burgett did a little clearing for me. It yeah. was very nice. I appreciated it. And yeah, thank you. So Brenda. Brenda's been on our show before. She's she a she's a Pacific Northwest um, medium psychic. Yes, uh, that sounds weird. Medium she's a medium psychic. Psychic medium. Yeah, she's a psychic medium. She's a pet communicator. Uh, she is a very wise woman. She likes to say she's just a regular woman, but she really is the new thing we call her a lot is a spiritual advisor. Yes, yeah, she's a spiritual advisor. So we had an event for her here yeah. in town, and yeah. she was here, and she uh, she went over to you and talked to you about that. And she did. It, yeah. It's funny, because, I don't know, did you tell Brenda that I was having something? I didn't say Yeah, right. I she hadn't spoken to her. She didn't really know, but she comes up to me right away and is like, we're going to need to talk about your, your issues. What you're, What's going on here right now is it's, it's, it's a little bit digestive, and I was like, she just like flows yeah. right in, knows what to talk it. about, knows That's she's it. like, okay, look, they're gonna tell you it's gallbladder, it's not, blah, it's blah, not it's, gallbladder, yeah. right? And so um, it's just fascinating because the whole time she said, she told me she was like, I'm not gonna do you a full clearing right now because there's not a bathroom within five feet. <laughs> You're gonna have to go. You're gonna have to go. Right. So uh, I appreciate she's it. She's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and she was great. What she did to me was she came up and hugged me right away, and she goes, "You." are way too stressed out, you need to take it down a notch. And then, when she realized, I obviously wasn't going to because I'm stubborn, she's like, yeah. okay, well, you're not listening to me, so <laughs> she was just done. But I mean, she was right, I was very stubborn, I was very stressed, and I wasn't, she's like, you just need to breathe. Right, right. She's an amazing lady. So, here's the thing, mm -hmm. if you are, uh, she's a great way to get advice. She comes on our show once every other month, uh, you can do call-ins. You can even send us letters. Uh, we'll make sure Brenda gets them. And she yes. will give you the answers. You know, she will answer the questions you have. What was great about last night is she went around to different people and talked. And she does what she did to you. We're going to need to talk. Exactly. When a She'll psychic tells you that, it's a little unnerving. Yeah, like the we'll talk later. You're like, yeah. oh, God, what about? Yeah, I know. What Why? about? What she do you went, know that I don't? She <laughs> went up to this guy who was very sweet and brought his whole family and was very excited. And uh, she went up to him and said, we need to talk later, so see me. Yes. He's like, what? Yeah. What is that? But it was it's, a lot of fun. Yeah, and she's, ooh, she is so positive. The moment you see her, that's the thing, is the moment you see her, the moment you interact, everything kind of calms down, and you're like, okay, all right. Seriously, every all right. time this she is okay. centers me. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I was pretty, right, so it was cool. So my brother came over yeah. as well with his wife, who mm -hmm. hasn't been over here. Uh, to anything that we've done. And so that was fun to see them because my brother, really quick, my brother's been on the show before as well. His name is Jason Sheffield. I want to give a shout out because today is my brother's birthday. Oh! So, to my awesome brother. Happy birthday, Happy birthday. Brother. I love my brother so much. And so that's that's really cool. Well, so he, something else. Your birthday's coming up. No, we're not up. talking about that. No, Your I birthday's just, coming up. I got a text from Jason yeah. saying, Oh my goodness, I left your birthday card in the hotel room. And I'm like, that yeah. means I don't get to turn 40, so I'm okay with yeah, right. that. Yeah, right. He's like, yeah, that's fine. not how that works. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. My birthday's this week, but 40 looks good on me. It so. does. Oh, 40's the new 30. <laughs> it is. Honest. It's the new 29 always. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we want to give a shout out to our people on Periscope. We love it that you watch. We just got a message on Facebook saying, there are 10 people on here. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Thank you. So hey, so this is this is what it looks like when we're your hot mess Sunday, and so. which is always. 
Uh, yeah, which is always is exactly right. That's we want to make a reminder that this Saturday, the 26th, yes. is uh, Spokane AIDS Network is hosting our side's um, AIDS Walk. Mm -hmm. So, of course, it's a big deal all over the yes. place. Yes, uh, it big is. deal in Washington because, of course, our governor has, uh, back on World AIDS Day, did make the declaration that we are going to end AIDS in Washington by 2050. Yes. But. Reduce new infections by 50% 2020. 2020, and that's big. You know, we it's have. huge. We have conversations all the time on our Everywhere. show mm -hmm. about how uh, to be safe. And we talk about yeah. PrEP, and we've had these whole series on PrEP, and I think. And we've talked to Dr. Jamin Jacobs a couple of shows ago, who is going to be our new sex therapist on Outspoken. And I love the open conversation about something we need to talk about. Right. Is sex, because it's the only way we're going to be educated and be able to move forward. So also, uh, listen in, because Dr. Jamin Jacobs will be on um, in future shows to have those. You can always email us your questions. Um, and then shout out to uh, Josh Swan over in Idaho, because he is... May, he's really pushing for helping with exactly, the... Exactly, with North Idaho AIDS Coalition. Yes, and, and working with... The youth. The, you know, 18 mm -hmm. to 29, Josh? Yes. 18 in that area. And working on yeah. having those conversations mm -hmm. and educating young gay men. Which is so important because yeah. that's that's a, that's one of the largest uh, HIV infection rates right now. Yes. Is that, you know, the youth area. And so it's amazing. And it is, you know, it's a, it's a statewide thing. We were in Seattle just last week. Uh, for a thing, and I saw the 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 posters everywhere. End days yeah. walk for Seattle, yeah, which and is Wade's great. Walk, South Puget Sound. Exactly. Everywhere. So come first of all, come um, join the boys mm -hmm. in the walk. You just have to go to their link that Curter will put up. Um, it's just twenty dollars to do it. We're speaking at the event, and yes. we're walking, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I do want to say uh, Josh can't join us that day because in Idaho, listen, they have their own things they need to do, and Josh actually runs the Men's Amity Project. So it's about building community and having uh, strong, healthy conversations about sex. And so he actually can't be there because they're doing a retreat that day for that. So we can forgive Josh this one time. Um, and you can go to facebook.com slash mapcda and get more information on that. But if you're not in Idaho, you want to do something here, join the boys. It's going to be, it's an important event. There are door prizes. There are. There are. And it's going to be great. So it's the 26th, this Saturday. It starts yes. at 11 a.m. at Riverfront, Riverfront Park. Park. Mm -hmm. And you can come, and you can go sign up to be on Team Outspoken, and we would love, love to to talk to you and to see you there. So that's a big thing coming. That is exciting. So we hope to see all of you there. Now, I think we're going to take one quick song break, and then we will come back and talk a little bit about our dish today. We have yes. some meaty topics. We do. As always. Add a little protein to your dad. Add <laughs> a little protein. Um, we're going to listen to Disclosure by Omen featuring Sam Smith because, duh. You are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And this is Outspoken. You're back with your hot mess Sunday boys. It is, and we love being, you know we love what we do. So I, I do love our new... Um, Interaction. I love Periscope so much, oh, and I love it because it so they get to see what goes on in between, and so we sit around with Mariah, and she's a, our amazing intern, and we we talk a lot. Well, <laughs> people are calling. She's Mariah our intern out. right now because less amazing now that she doesn't like Macklemore. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. Mariah. We we love you. We love we you do. despite your hate towards Macklemore, the best artist ever. <laughs> and the person okay. said I said it because <laughs> she doesn't have a soul. 
Oh no! <laughs> they are okay. They are jumping off. Whoever I that am. was is not welcome back. That is not. No, you're back. you're always welcome back. We love you, <laughs> but we also love Mariah. Yeah. So right. That's a thing. <laughs> we do. We're okay. way too close to our interns. <laughs> Can't help it. That's, that's true. We need to. Like, so, right, sir, ahead. young young Sergey, should we move into the dish or the sports mode minute? What do we want to do first? Oh, you know what? Let's talk a little bit about Let's sports minute. Because you and I took a little trip to Seattle. We recently. did. Yes. It was like tight. our ambassadorship mm -hmm. from Spokane, and we met Opening with doors. yeah, we met with some sports teams over there in the LGBT. We community. did. We met with Orcas, the swim team over in Seattle. Mm -hmm. They're a gay swim team, mm -hmm. um, and uh, the Quake, a gay rugby team, yeah. part of the IGR. All of the people, and uh, for people who don't know, the IGR is the International Gay Rugby Association. Yes. So they kind of oversee all of the different gay rugby teams that are out there. Um, and so something happened this week that was a very interesting, which is kind of really cool. Something that is, is very similar to what World Rugby did in March, which is USA Rugby, which mm -hmm. handles all the teams in the U.S., signed a deal with International Gay Rugby, IGR, to form partnerships to rid sport, the sport of rugby, of homophobia in the U.S. Big deal. Listen, we've been talking about gay rugby players coming out. You know, recently we did two stories we did. on that. We yeah. had, uh, and then Gareth Thomas has a, an amazing, beautiful ad with Guinness that Guinness put out talking about Gareth Thomas's his coming out story as he, you know, he's an active player um, in rugby, so he came out while he was actively playing. And of course, we talked about Keegan Hurst um, about a month ago when he came out as well, also actively playing in, uh, and, in rugby in the UK. And that's a big deal. There's a lot of people actively playing coming out, which mm -hmm. is uh, important because, you know, it's advancing the sport of rugby. Uh, it's becoming so much more inclusive. And, you know, I think this is a brilliant uh, thing that's happening, the partnerships. I think so, too. And, you know, you know it's, it's, it, we need to make the sports world more, you know, mm -hmm. inclusive of everybody and more uh, equal. Because we all know that the sports world is probably, you know, the last frontier kind of thing. Right. We need to for, get that, yeah. And it is, it's been seeping in. I do say, now I don't know, so don't, you know, call me up. But I feel like something like this should be done in the NFL. Exactly. Yes. And maybe it's yes. there, but I don't believe that the, the owners and no. the coaches are really pushing it. Because here was my question when I read this story. How, what are they going to do? Is this just a, a proclamation because it looks good? But they actually are going to work with member associations, clubs, and unions to promote acceptance of LGBT players right. and fans. They're going to provide educational tools and support IGR events. That's a big deal. They're actually, there's an action plan in place right. to make this happen and it is going to be about visibility of and support of their players mm -hmm. you want the group behind you you want your your the big administration to be actively supporting you it's going you to do. make the difference Absolutely. in removing homophobia from your sport and nfl let's face it we watched what happened to michael, michael sands Sam. over the year right and it's it really well, smacked of some homophobia and nfl has been saying you know we're we're getting rid of homophobic comments, we're getting rid of discrimination yeah. based on race, gender orientation, right? Um, all of that. But the, but the truth is, I don't think that there has been much to show that that has happened. Um, I'm with even, you. Even in interviews with Michael Sam, um, the first, which if you don't know, he was the first openly NFL, openly gay NFL player to be drafted. Uh, to be drafted. Mm -hmm. uh, so he was drafted uh, 
first on where did he go? in the eight hundred millionth. Uh, the Rams were the first Rams first, and then he got picked up by Dallas, Dallas Cowboys, Cowboys, and then they squad. dumped him as well, and he ended up in in uh, Canada. the Alouettes yeah. in, in Montreal. Canada. And then he resigned, and now he's just home. Exactly. But the truth is, like, in the conversation, in interviews, in talking about him, the sports casters would always bring up, oh, well, what's the locker room like? Why does it matter? That's such a... ESPN did an absolutely did horrific interview terrible job. with Michael Sams because it wasn't about his playing. It, it was wasn't. about the locker room. And you don't and go course, around... Right. You don't go around to any other player and be like, well, what's your rock locker room experience right? like? exactly. Do you love slapping someone's butt? I know. Is that great for you? And even if I do, is that about the game? It's no, no. So it was, it, was, it was unprofessional, and I think right. that we have a long way to go. I do right. too. So I think it's fascinating. And what's interesting about rugby taking this on, which I love, yeah. what a great, you know, like I, I did mention that the world rugby uh, made a similar deal in March. So this is following up the yeah. USA yeah. rugby. They're like, we want to we want to do the same thing. It's a very working man's sport. That's how it started. Back, it's mm -hmm. over in the UK. And it's known to be very gruff. Listen, they don't wear padding. No. We were talking to the to the, the lovely man who is president of the Quake in Seattle. Mm. He's like, there's no padding. There ain't no cup down there. It is, it's brutal. Yeah. If you fall, you fall. Yeah. There you, you go. And that's just how it is. So coming from a sport that is very gruff and very, you know, working yeah. man, yeah. it's a big deal for them to, to reach out and do these things. And honestly, in the future, we're going to be speaking... Uh, with more of the rugby players and the rugby teams, especially the Quake out of Seattle. Uh, Sergey and I are actually going to be over there to see some games and apparently, apparently take part in some practices. Yeah, so Kurt or Jonathan or somebody thinks it's a good idea for us to be yeah. involved in the practice <laughs> and in the gameplay. I think it's probably. a good idea for me to meet rugby players. Right, but <laughs> you want to be tackled by rugby players. I yes, do not want to be But tackled. what they think is funny is yeah. they want us to tackle each other in like whatever the tackle box is. Oh, which yeah. isn't that for fishing? <laughs> I'm pretty sure the tackle box is for the fishing. The tackle box is for fishing. But, okay, and they want to put right. us on whatever two sides is. <laughs> Anyways, apparently it's a thing. It's going to be pretty funny. I'm pretty sure I'm going to break my ankle. Right. Um, but as long as all the rugby players like lift me and carry me, then I'm okay. Right. And, and can we spend... This is what I... This is horrible. Can we spend some time in the locker room? Yeah. Can, can we do that? Well, That'll there you go. Great. I, I mean, think that's where it starts. I just want to sit with my cappuccino in the corner and just observe. <laughs> no, you have to have stout. Right. You know that rugby yes. is a social sport. They are very social. We and afterwards, told. they have their third half or third part, whatever, Yeah. Um, where they go to the bar. They say it's, it's actually required yeah. um, that you always, in the game, with the other team, you all go to a bar. Yeah. And uh, when we were talking to them in Seattle, they said, and that means if our host team is a straight, part of the straight rugby league, they go to a straight bar with them, and they yeah. and they have those drinks. And if they're up with the Seattle Quake, they take them to the gay bar that they like to drink. And at. they all go and drink. And you just do it. And I think yeah. I, th I think that's amazing. So you know, more power to rugby players. More and more seem to be coming out. Check out the Guinness commercial. It's it actually made me tear up. It's a beautiful mm -hmm. uh, uh, story about Gareth Thomas. So I do like that this is happening. We're going to be following this story, and we're going to be asking our friends at the Quake to find out. What they think about these wonderful things that are happening, the IGR, uh, you know, teaming up with USA Rugby to to remove homophobia, and how they think it's going. We're going to keep up on that story, so that's kind of excited. So I, I love it. Sports Minute. There you go. The boys. There you go. Now, real quick, you said something about well, the the Guinness uh, uh, commercial ad with, with promoting yes. Pride and Gareth LGBT. Thomas. Yeah. 
writes, uh, Doritos, I thought was interesting. Let out their, their rainbow-colored Doritos. Now, I know. I know it's like that goldfish thing where the goldfish are rainbow and they taste the same and you kind yeah, of yeah. hate it, but <laughs> I want to try them really bad. I know. That's so I, cool. I sort of do. I just want right? a picture of me with the bag yeah. and then I'm going to eat them all. Right. <laughs> so that's a thing. Right. But yeah, I do love... I think that's kind of So cool. is it the chips that are different colors yeah, or no, is it no. also the powder that are on the chips? You know, you can have rainbow fingers. Ooh. How fun would that be? Oh, yes, I'm and just you have saying. to make sure each finger is a different color. Have I a rainbow love... in your hand. <laughs> and then, then you go to a rugby game and you slap someone on the ass and there's the rainbow handprint oh. <laughs> on the ass. That got away from me. Full circle. Okay. You're <laughs> there right. There it is. No, I love that too, and I'm kind of excited to go check that out for real now. Exactly. Okay, moving on into the dish. Uh, this week, Barack Obama nominated the first well, not the first, but he nominated a gay man as army secretary for the first time. For the first, because he would be the first openly gay civilian be. secretary he of would. any branch of the military mm -hmm. uh, on more than an interim basis. Like, this would be his permanent job. Exactly. Um, yeah, and so, I mean, he's got, first of all, 25 years of experience. Eric Fanning, yes. Yeah. 25 years, uh, not only in Congress uh, and the Pentagon. Right? Um, but, he's a you know, specialist he's, on defense and national security. It's amazing. It's not like he doesn't have the credentials, he's, right? He's more than qualified. And of course, he's nominated now. He's got to go through the vetting process. Exactly, exactly. And we'll see if... It, but what I find interesting, and I get it, they're focusing on, hey, he's a gay man, and they're trying to make that champion. And I love right. that that's a thing. But it does make me go, if he was just nominate Because now we're going to rile up those Republicans mm -hmm. who want to make the gay thing an issue. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it because I wonder if it was just made on his, his, the reason he would be great. Uh, no, on his oh, skills. Okay. Mm -hmm. Would we be talking about his sexuality? Well, and I think... And would the Republicans pay attention right. to sexuality? But we're making it... See, and I'm not afraid to be in the spotlight, so sure. that's not what sure. I'm saying. But I, I'm just curious about the, the choices. I mean, let's celebrate that he's there, but are we making it harder for him to be appointed and approved because... Of his you know, we're making this well, thing. I don't and know. I think you know, I think this is one of those situations where it's kind of a delicate, you know, balance between the two. Where on one hand, yes, he's just a person; he has the right. credentials. It's you know that that's all that matters. He should be there, and for that reason, I think he should be you know uh, nominated, and it should go through, right. and right, you know, everything well, would work out. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, I think we have to hi highlight that he's a gay man. We have to put right. that in the spotlight because. For so long, that couldn't have happened, and now right. that it can, we have to celebrate. That. And you know what's what's this four-year-old gay kid who you know wants to know that? I don't want him to be in the closet by any means. No, so I don't question that. I just wonder if it's gonna. I just say, is it going to be harder because the Republicans right now are looking are going for to attack on issues? That. Right. So right. I'm not saying that. Like, I want us to celebrate that this is a big deal. You're, but I'm wondering... You're worried if everyone's going to focus exclusively on his yeah, sexuality because versus his career. I right. will tell you, problem, when you were saying that he has the credentials, which he obviously does, I heard you say he has the credentials. The credentials. And I think, uh, hashtag credentials, <laughs> because queer not only does he have all the skills, but he also has the credentials. I just, I just I want to say it. that. I love it. But no, I agree with you. Mm -hmm. um, it's just fascinating, because right now it seems like a storm. 
Yes. You know, and yes. I, and so I guess there's a part of it that we sneak him in and then we like make it a big deal and then we're like, ha ha. But no, you're right. We should be up for, because it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't. But here's the thing. It, this shouldn't, like, I love that they're saying, hey, he's, he's a gay man and that's great. Mm -hmm. And that should just be one of the pieces that everybody's talking about. Exactly. But we don't live in that exactly. world. I understand that, but I would love it to be like, hey, yeah, I'm gay, or I have a boyfriend, and also, this is why I'm good for the job, you know, and... Right, right. That, and that's the world, I think, that we want, but I understand it's not the world that we have currently, so... Exactly, exactly. It'll that's, be fascinating that's to watch at. it. But good, good on him. Congratulations, Eric Fanning. I know, so. Eric Fanning. So we're going to be watching that to see, yeah. you know, kind of how it turns mm -hmm. out. Listen, the man has been working in, as undersecretary and oh, yeah. interim secretary oh, yeah. He's been and been around, in, you know, like we said, in Congress and in, working with the Pentagon for 25 years. I really think, in the end, he's going to get it. He's I been, think so. I think so. Did you know, I mean, in the Army, we are using weaponry and things from the Reagan administration. So I think it's time that we kind of have to look, given we spend a lot on, on our defense fund, yes. and I think we don't need to. I was just talking to a young uh, army guy the other day who said, I think it's a bit crazy. So, yeah. I right. mean, and he's a Republican, you know, proud Republican. But so, I mean, we do need to talk about this. We have, we have lost so much money on the Afghanistan war and, you know, the Iraq war mm -hmm. that, I mean, it's obviously something we need to look it's at. It's a conversation we need to have. Yeah. All, so it'll be interesting. The hope is that he, he has been very pro uh, openly trans people in the military. And so that's a great thing because he can have influence in pushing that forward. Right. And, and um, now since that it is, is going fast forward. Exactly. That's right. becoming more and more of a reality. Yeah. Which is amazing. So as new bills have been signed and new things like that. Mm -hmm. But um, exciting time for us. It is. Doesn't it seem like we right now are going through this tug of war? Yeah. Here's an amazing thing. By the way, here's Kim Davis. Here's an yeah, amazing right, right, thing. Right. By the way, here's Texas. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's it's a it's a fight right now. It's well, a struggle. It is. And I, I mean, we knew that's coming in. It's been it's been a harder fight before. But I think that from every victory that we get, we're always going to have some backlash and we just And we, it we is some large backlash. backlash. It is large. So it is very large. First of all, let's before we get to Kim Davis and yeah. then the you know, update of crazy is oh, yeah. what that is. Let's talk about Alabama. Talk about backlash. So the judicial committee in Alabama this last week voted to just completely do away with marriage licenses, which yep. is, they've been talking about this, uh, lots of uh, governments, city governments have been talking about this. Alabama committee, Judiciary Committee voted to do that. This would make, couples would bring in a signed marriage contract instead of going and getting your marriage license in Alabama, and yep. they would just file it with the probate office, and in that way, probate judges would not be required to sign them. So they figure, you know, that's a way around religious liberties. Mm -hmm. I just want to say, I still feel 100% like it's a bunch of whiny two-year-olds saying, we'll just take it all away from everyone. Because you don't, just do your job. Right. You don't have to like it, please. I'd go do my job at places that I don't like, and then you just go home and live your life. That's all we want to because do. Because it's your job, and then yeah. you're being paid for it. And, and if I don't like it, then I quit that job, exactly. and I move to something else. Exactly. I feel like... a. A government saying, well, if we're required to give people marriage licenses if they're a same-sex couple, then I'm just going to take them away altogether. I feel like it's such such an adolescent way to respond it really is. to it really is. the you... law of the land. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It, and why it, it not frustrates just, me. Why not just think of a better way to deal with it 
right. and just say, okay, well, it's here, we have to deal with it. Right. Then take it all away. I think that's moving backwards. And, and they're going to fight and fight and fight and say, it's, but it's religious liberties. But is it? Yeah. I don't think, because guaranteed it's been said a million times, but of course no one wants to talk about that, which is if this had anything to do with any other religion other than Christianity, it wouldn't, it you wouldn't would be, be yeah. on our side. Exactly. But it's about, talk about, we've been yelled at called wanting special rights for how long. Talk about a group of people wanting special rights. Mm -hmm. It's Christians wanting special designation that they don't have to do what every other American and has to do in they our want special rights to decide who gets rights. Yes. They want they want the power to decide. Exactly. If you don't get them, we do. Well, I will say, so I watched uh, Anderson Cooper because he's Anderson Cooper. Um, and I was watching, he was actually interviewing Kim Davis's lawyer. Mm -hmm. And what's fascinating there is he has no, and he is from... Uh, her lawyers are from Liberty. There's a group. They're known. They're actually registered. Uh, the HRC classifies them as a hate group. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so okay. their lawyers are from yes. there. So she's not paying for any of it. You know, they're taking it on. And he said, well, we are a Christian organization. Because Anderson Cooper point blank said, you know, I've done my research. I don't see you, you guys ever out there uh, fighting for a Muslim who feels like they're doing something that's against their religious. Sure. And so at first he tried to dodge it. And finally he said, well, we are... We have a Christian ministry. You know what? You can't yeah. pick and choose if you're fighting for religious liberty you, and you say it's for all religious liberty. No, then, you're fighting for Christian liberty. Yeah, then when say we it. find out that you're yeah, when we find out that you're mm -hmm. actually only representing Christians, then just come clean and say exactly. okay, you're right. Exactly. But don't try to play it because you look even shadier than you, you do. already are. Yeah, and it's not like we're gonna be upset with you for just representing Christians. Great, do it. But, I mean we'll be upset with right, you, but right, that's right, not right. the only reason. That, exactly. It's a, why would you? I, I don't understand these people. Well, anyways, continue with, with Andrew uh, Anderson Cooper. Anderson so, what Cooper. is fascinating about this, of course, okay, so first of all, to finish the Alabama thing, yeah. it is only passed for the House Judiciary Committee. It is not a passed uh, bill mm -hmm. in, um, you know, in Alabama as a law yet. It didn't make it in time to be a and special session. Exactly. It's not happening, but it is. It has been passed in that committee, so it just means it's a conversation that is going to continue. Right, the Alabama. possibility is there, and it needs a two-thirds, uh, you know, majority. Because it pass. wasn't, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it is going to be hard, but it is Alabama. Right, they you know? they can do it. It is a pretty mm -hmm. pretty red. State. I just think it's kind of just saying, but yeah. to roll that into what's happening with Kim Davis, so you know, it's a saga. It's like you know, Days of Our Lives. It is. Um, it is a soap opera every day. So, you know, the most recent thing was she was finally released from jail. She was in jail for six days. And she said, I will continue to do everything I can not to support marriage licenses in going out in Kentucky because I don't want to put my name on it. So what she did was, in essence, they've been saying she kind of shredded the old documents and the new marriage licenses that are going out don't have her name on them. They can be signed by her deputy clerks, and they have been. And she removed the name of the county. The big thing when that broke earlier last week was, does that mean they're not valid marriage licenses? And that was a concern one of her deputy clerks had, and so he filed a suit against her saying, you're, you know, you're going against the rules again, yeah. and you're trying to make them valid. But it did come forth from Kentucky uh, courts. They are all valid, being signed by the, the deputy clerks. But the fact is, she really was shadily trying to stop it. So here's the she thing. She wanted it to not be Yes. Valid. So that's what's interesting. So she honestly willfully tried to break the law. She just wasn't good at it this time. Mm -hmm. So the question now is now, Civil Liberties Union, I believe is the name of the, the, her lawyers, they are um, 
re-suing the governor of Kentucky and saying, listen, she was in jail for six days, they didn't give her accommodations, and we're saying, wait, we found a way where she's, it's still legal that these same-sex couples, by federal law, you know, they can still, by the Supreme Court ruling, they can still get married, and now Kim Davis is what she said was her number one complaint, was her name being on it, is no longer on it, and it's still valid. Right, so she has So there is an accommodation. So yeah. therefore, everybody should be happy. Well, they're suing because they're saying, well, it shouldn't have taken her shredding documents uh, and and that we still sent her to jail for six days. And I'm like, but see, what you're but missing you is broke she broke the law. law. Right. And Why it, is it not about... She broke the law. And honestly, lady, if you're going to start... I said this between, mm -hmm. uh, between uh, our breaks. If you are going to... Tr you tried to break the law again. And just because you... It realized that you didn't break the law. Why do you want us to bring a magnifying glass and go, oh, she's still yeah. willfully yeah. trying not to do her job. This is going to get you into more hot water because it's not about those six days. You went legitimately to jail for six days because you didn't do the job you were elected to do and that the Supreme Court told you this is what you do. So you go to jail. Right. Now an accommodation has been made. Whether she figured out a false way to do it or the government, you have your accommodation. You don't get a sue again. No, you don't get to. And honestly, it shouldn't have taken you to go to jail. I, I agree. It shouldn't have taken you to go to jail to follow the law in the first place. No, because that's a law. Have. And why, why? I don't know why she's still trying to fight it in because any way. It isn't any about, it's it not isn't about, about her wanting to take her yeah. name off of it and finding a way for there to be a compromise. She doesn't want a compromise. Well, remember, she wants to win for for God Jesus. and Jesus. Yeah, she yeah. she is now the you know had the, the mouthpiece for God apparently. Yes, Which, and so it's more about as we've talked about on the show many times. It's more about the need to be right, right, than the need to do what's right. Well, at this point, I think that because she's gone this far and she feels that you know not only pressure but camaraderie of the Christian right. Christian right that she wants to be that leader and she wants she wants that power that position. Right. How much do you want to pay? She's going to, you know, get, step down, for, well not step down, be forced to resign and from I this position. And I think that's her only option then, at this point. And then she's going to become this huge religious leader that, you know, is, is is going to happen. Wait, you're making, I need to lose weight, but you're making me want to throw up. I don't want to lose it that way. Uh, so. well. But you're right. Here's the thing. Yeah. There is no legitimate, but it's all about how you spin it in the media. It is. It and is. so watching this interview that I watched uh, for her lawyer, it is obvious that they're going to avoid all reality. And they want to take it and make it about something that it isn't. And I really foresee that it's going to take some legal action that forcibly yeah. removes her from her office mm -hmm. or that they take a vote and the public says, we're recalling you from your position. But something's going to have to happen because she, just because this time it didn't work, she meant for it to work, that they would be invalid, she'll find another way. Oh, yes, she will. Because it isn't about the accommodation. It's about finding a way to not allow same-sex couples under her watch to be able to get married. And that's a problem because she is willfully... Well, it doesn't help that Santorum came out and yes. said yes. in a speech that he tells Kim Davis she shouldn't. Hi, you want to be president? Why are you telling mm -hmm. people to willfully disregard the law of the U.S.? Mm -hmm. You're saying, please don't respect the Supreme Court. We're expected to respect the Supreme yes, Court. Yes, yes. Why are you saying that that's a thing? That shouldn't be allowed. It's it's a complex, yeah. It's a lot of drama. I feel like it is days of our lives. It I feel is. like it's just this, 
you know, the soap opera that people have written out, and it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable to me that there are still people out there who refuse to follow basic laws like this. Well, it's infuriating because it is just being spoiled that if you don't get it your way, you're not gonna allow anybody else to have it their way. Exactly. And it's and I know I harp on it, I'm a broken record, but we as gay men have been expected to follow laws that didn't protect us for the past, you know, however old we are, and we've had to suck it up and just do it. And now that they're for expected so they're expected to do that and they won't, it's just I it's so infuriating and disrespectful and honestly that's why I say we put them in the corner give them a timeout, and it's time that we stop even entertaining this foolishness. Because the fact that we even entertain it at all, it's just a no-brainer. No, you, yeah. guess what? You can't, so deal. Exactly. Yeah, so I guess you're done. Because we yeah. have had to for so long, right. now it is your turn to deal. Exactly. I mean, and, and let's talk, I mean, if we can take it to something that happened locally. Let's talk about disrespect. Let's talk about okay, it. Okay, I'm just going well, to call it out. Well, start it, start it off with what happened. This was an event that we were invited to. That I, yeah, I by some of, lovely friends of ours. Mm -hmm. um, in their you home. And Kurt went to, I had my stomach thing. So yeah, I so you go. couldn't be there. Uh, and it was a, let's face it. Okay, so we all know, we've talked about it many a time. Um, uh, mayor David Condon is looking to be re-elected. He'll be the yes. first mayor to be re-elected in Spokane history in the past 40 years. That's a big deal. Um, his opponent, Charlotte P. It doesn't look good for her. It does look like he will be making right. history for right. Spokane. We were invited because we, we met this lovely couple. They're amazing. They're actually going to be on the show in a few weeks. So we were invited to this event. And it's an event at their house where the mayor is, has been invited to reach out to the Latino community mm -hmm. in Spokane. So we go, and it is lovely. We met some amazing people and got a perspective on the world that we don't get. And right. that is fascinating. It was amazing. Everybody was so lovely. Um, loved talking to everybody there. Um, as it's been known, we've said on the show, uh, Mayor David Condon, we have reached out to him many a times, and he has rebuffed us and rejected. And that's mm -hmm. fine, and that happens with politicians all the time. Um, but there were certain things said, like one time we were told that, mm, you know, I don't want to reach out to the LGBT community because I'm a little, I'm a little concerned about that and I'm afraid of them. And that was in an email that we got. We called him out on that, but still nothing. Anytime you and I or Kirk have approached him, have tried to talk to him in person, in person, in public, with the minute he realizes who we are, he just kind of turns around, walks away. Yeah, which literally turns around and walks, walks away. away. It's happened. You know what? We're still very respectful when we run into him in public. So, sure. we're there. I kept my mouth shut because this, this event was not about uh, our show, it was not about the LGBT community, none of that. It was about the Latino community and I wanted to respect that. But our host, who is a wonderful, gracious man, uh, took a moment in the questions because he gave us, Condon gave a speech and everything and he said, I want to point out, as he said, quote unquote, I want to point out the gringos in the crowd. <laughs> like, well, we're, you know, we're pretty stand up. Yeah, um, right. He's like, and I want to, and he told them who we were, and he said, I want to know, do you have a question for the mayor? And listen, I was not looking for this moment. Um, and I said, okay. And so Kurt is passing out beside me, like, oh my gosh. And I just say, I want to know, you reach out to the voters, you're reaching out to the Latino community. Why have you refused time and again to reach out to the LGBT community? He knew exactly who we were, because he right. did mention. Of course. The excuse last time was, it was, the last time we talked to him was pre-Supreme Court ruling. 
he said, you wanted me to, uh, you wanted me to comment on a national issue that was a really hotbed subject and I, I didn't want to do that. Which is not, and just for the record, is not true. Uh, we never mentioned that we wanted it to be about the overall... It was always about the local... Yeah, the local conversation, because we Absolutely. had Charlotte Dion, yes. and she is his opponent, uh, his challenger for the mayoral seat. It's a, it, We live here. We right. wanted we talk about local politics a lot, so we wanted him to come on and talk about that. It was never just about that. Mm -hmm. But that's okay, that was what he had said to us. So he's saying that up there, and then he also says that he's a good Catholic boy, and, um, you know, he is... He's only going to be a mayor for a few years, so it really doesn't matter. So here's the thing. It's not even about that. Um, it was a very uncomfortable, awkward moment sure. <laughs> for everyone involved. Um, because I did, I felt disrespected just by his answer alone. Yeah. But it's not about that. Because I can still go up to the mayor and shake his hand and, and thank him for answering mm -hmm. the question. Mm -hmm. He said that night he was, he was all for um, difficult questions. <laughs> so, so, so he got one. Kurt and I went up to him after to shake his hand thinking we can do this, and he did what he always does, and he just walked away and went to the other side of the room. And so Kurt and I just go, okay, and we just walk over to the other side of the room. Yeah. He ignores us for 20 minutes. He knows we're there. And finally I looked at Kurt and I said, you know what, we're not going to get respect out of this man, so let's not wait for it. I, we don't have to beg for you to respect us. It's unfortunate, and it is sad, I believe, but we're out. His campaign manager was nothing but gracious and amazing to us, so we appreciate Corey very much. Um, we went and, you know, hugged our hosts, and and listen, our hosts can support him, and that's fine. And it's no, it's just a conversation. This is what we do on this show every day. So I can still love our hosts and know that they support someone that I currently am not very supportive of. But And we left. But what stood with me wasn't just that he rebuffed us yet again, this time very publicly, but that he couldn't even give the decency of a handshake. And that he continues not to allow that decency every time that we see him in public. That is where I come down and say, what is going on with our leadership if we cannot respect people of different, of different belief systems, respect people of different cultures, of different, that's a problem. And that is where I was extremely offended. And you can sure. read about this this week, because I wrote. You um, wrote a blog, And listen, yeah. we try to be very respectful. Uh, I still know that he's the mayor of the city, but it doesn't... We doesn't. don't get to stop expecting more from the people that we've elected to lead us. You don't get to disrespect an actual voting population. That's the rudest thing, to ignore, to complete... That's... I'm sorry, I'm just going to call it as is. It was disrespectful. It happened in front of a large group of people in that room. And I, you know, I talked to the host after, and I'm like, here's the deal. I wasn't trying to disrespect you in your own home. I, you asked me to ask a question, and I asked a question. And our host has been nothing but supportive. But I will say, a lot of people came up to me afterwards, and they're like, I can't believe that that is how you were responded to. Yeah. And um, so it's very disappointing. It's, and it is an unbelievable response from the mayor. You know, that's, I don't it, think it that's is. a very professional Not response. at all. Not even and, here. Uh, it's not a very, you know, good political response either. Well, it's it's kind of just jumping around it. And also straight up saying, you know, I don't really care about the community. Yes, and that is what he's, and that's concerning yeah. too. Why I don't need to care about the community. I'm not exactly. going to be mayor for And But the, uh, the other thing that was interesting is he said, well, maybe I would consider coming on now, now that the Supreme Court and all of those hard issues have been decided by someone other than me. And I said, you know what the, ma I didn't say this to him, but yeah. I thought about it later. The measure of a man 
is what you will stand for when it's hardest to stand. Exactly. If you, all of us, it's so much easier to have an opinion on something we can do nothing about. Mm -hmm. And so I question the integrity of leadership. But I also think, and you're going to read it in my article that comes out this week, I also think we need to, because it's happened everywhere. Right. Donald Trump can stand up, and there was a lot to be said about Donald Trump from the people we spoke to there, because of course he calls out Mexican Americans all the time. Oh yeah. His immigration uh, comments and opinions are atrocious. But we have a man here who's soaring in the polls, and all he does every day is disrespect large swaths of our community. We have Kim Davis, who cannot give common human respect to people and is going to fight tooth and nail to be able to continue to disrespect a group of right. people. We have people in our own backyard who can't seem to make the simplicity of a handshake. Is the problem then, if we have brought these people to power, is the problem more in that we, on a personal level, have forgotten what respect and integrity is? I think that's an overall human problem right, right now. And yeah. therefore, we, if we can't check ourselves and find out where that lies, I think we have to start there before we can start making sure that we are electing the officials who understand what integrity is. Aretha Franklin in 1967 taught us how to spell it, but we still haven't figured out what it means. It's a problem. So if this was a, a bullhorn on accident, that's what it is. I know, I, feel, I felt like that was pretty bullhorny. Right? Bullhorny. Hashtag bullhorny. Anyways, it was... Yeah. I was upset by the situation, but there As is. You it is be. what it is. I think it is a big deal, and I think... Uh, the LGBT community should realize that it's a big deal. I know there's a lot of people in the LGBT community who support and think that the mayor supports them. And, and that yes, is a mistake. And I don't believe it's true. The mayor we doesn't spoke support, with, support we, you. We spoke to, with mm -hmm. Blaine Stum. He is our friend. Uh, and he yes. runs the HRC of Spokane. And he said to me, I talked to him about the situation, and he said to me, no, that's pretty much par for the course right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's like, that's just how it is. He goes on, I'm sorry it happened, but it is true that that is what's going on because it's all about just supporting humanity you know what i mean so um it's disappointing but i expect more from from the place that i live and that is the message we learned from the latino people that we got to meet is the lack of respect in their own country and they feel like they have no respect so it was a really really big thing but you know what we love the people that respect us and want us on the air and support us every week and one of those people is outspoken receives support from nine bar and bistro featuring a full bar food menu and trivia on thursday nights it's located at 232 west sprague avenue for more information available is at 509-747-1621 outspoken is also funded in part by the proud pride foundation more information visit pridefoundation.org love it we love that are we going to take a little we musical break we are going to take a little musical break um, we played this song mm, a couple weeks ago, but I'm still obsessed, so we're going to play it again. I love um, when you're obsessed with music. I know, which is always and always different songs. It's going to be Wild, Troy Sivan. You are back with KYRS, Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. And we are excited. It's been a passionate first hour, actually. And I'm kind of a tiny bit excited about our guest that's going to be calling in shortly. Um, Aiden Dowling is calling in. He's top five uh, for the cover of Men's Health Magazine, uh, 2015 uh, cover boy. Um, and he, if 
he gets it, he will be the first trans man to be on the cover of Men's Health. He's actually in a contest that would name him Ultimate Men's Health Guy of 2015. Which is awesome. And Amazing. That would, be, that would be very cool. I think it's about time that uh, trans people get recognized in uh, the sports community. Mm -hmm. um, and, and just fitness and, and health fitness as and health. being. Exactly. As, as he likes to say, challenging what it yeah. means to be a man, the definition of a man. Right. I think right. that's absolutely amazing. If you saw him, you might have caught him on the Ellen Show. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres did interview him uh, a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, we're really excited. He was just in New York. They announced the top five. And He's now, there. and they all did their shoot. No one knows who got the cover, but they all did the cover shoot. Right. So um, it's, I'm gonna. I want to know from him. I, I was trying to look earlier, but when that decision is going to be made? Because right. what a big deal. And I really, really, really hope. And do you hope think? That he gets do you there. think it's? Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not really familiar with men's health, though I should be. I used to get I, should the, be. I love that you in, in shape, healthy guy. And I used to get it all the time, oh. <laughs> hoping it would help. Oh, and, there we go. You know. We should we should sw switch subscriptions. Right. Um, no, but. I did. Do they announce it just by releasing the cover? Is I don't that, know, and I, those think, deals? I think yes, but let's yeah. ask Aiden, because I honestly don't oh, know. Oh yeah, yeah, well, see look at us, we're interviewing him. See how prepared we Well, this is what an interview is all about. It's about finding out. Right, Except exactly. that typically we like you to think we're finding out for you, but in all honesty. <laughs> Sometimes it works both ways. Now, um, I think I think it's a big deal because, you know, Huge it, deal. he looks amazing. Oh my goodness. Amazing, first of all. Well, and that, I think, in itself kind of you know, he's promotes He's done a new photo shoot, I'm not going to lie to you. Has he? Yes. Oh, well, the picture we that got the most, uh, that went viral, was when he recreated Adam Levine's notorious That's naked right. with the woman's hands covering where yes, his penis yes, yes. was. Um, he recreated that because... Uh, First of all, Aiden has worked very hard, you can tell, because he looks good. Oh my so talk gosh. about someone to represent men's, men's fitness and men's health. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure he's he is more of an expert than for than I am, for sure. Well, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that one went, went viral. So Ooh. And so this morning I was looking at, um, you know, his website. He has a YouTube channel and, and all these mm -hmm. things, and I watched his. He put up a video that is really... He's been on, I believe, T, testosterone, yeah. for over four years now. Mm -hmm. And so you see day one from when he started testosterone all yeah. the way through now. And it's it's crazy to watch the journey sure. and what it took. Sure. Um, and the confidence from the very first video where you could see very shy, wasn't sure. And then the confidence that is, that is the man that. now right. is, is rather fascinating right. and amazing. And the transition is so oftentimes so so beautiful like that you right? just see you just see them becoming more of a it's like a butterfly you know, it, it really is, like is. it's like it really they're finally is. breaking out of that cocoon they're becoming their final form if you will right. uh, they're yeah that sounds really new calling them they're <laughs> becoming themselves uh, yeah, becoming I like themselves it. i like that that should be I a know. book becoming ourselves Come i like on. it let's ask aiden if he's gonna write that yes uh, please please give us credit <laughs> exactly but actually he is our our guest of honor in the second half of uh, the show, which is going to be short, starting pretty now, pretty shortly. In two and a half minutes. Um, <laughs> now, I think it's amazing how far trans rights have come uh, wow. as of now. Like, okay. let's. I just want to really quick recap. I mean, Laverne Cox, of course, uh, Orange is the New Black, two years ago, yeah, uh, three three deal. years ago actually. Uh, yeah, it was a big deal from the get go, you know, and it was so open, and her story. Uh, was shared through her character on uh, mm -hmm. Orange is the New Black. And that, I think, was such a big deal for people to see, okay, right. wow. Well, and then... Trans people highlighted so much in the media. She was uh, so well-spoken and then exactly. became such a, uh, huge, a public huge. 
figure and advocate uh -huh. that I, I think she did a lot of good. I mean, let's Absolutely. everybody remembers Absolutely. the notorious Katie Couric interview yeah. and how graciously and well done she shut Katie down talking mm -hmm. about things that it didn't matter about because she was more sorry, more curious about the surgeries and you know what I mean. Right, exactly. And uh, you know she so eloquently and turned that thing, into what it should be about. She's been educating people yes. in the right way, where it's right. not just you know it's not very uh, combative and shuts right. you down right away. It's kind of well, no, look, let's talk yeah. about it this way, and it is eloquent. well, and it, it is it, things like that. And there have been many transgender advocates out there, so not to disregard any yeah. all of the other people who have. Well, no, given yeah. to this movement, but then it they all led the way for Caitlyn Jenner. They did, right. Caitlyn Jenner was, was the next big one. Caitlyn Jenner came out um, just, was it February, March? Yeah, it was right around there. And there yeah, have been rumors ago. forever, and exactly. the tabloids following her, you know, they thought she got this, you know, her trach surgery, the yeah. tracheal shave, and hair getting longer. They talked about because we, obviously, the public has followed Bruce Jenner, oh, since yes. being, of course, the Olympian and the gold medalist, and, and then, then reality TV, and then reality TV came yeah. in, and so it was very interesting because we've always, somehow, he's all, Bruce Jenner had always been a part of our cultural conscience, yeah. uh, our consciousness, and so then we got to follow that journey, and now Caitlyn Jenner is very much, um, you know, it was questioned at the beginning what were motives, but you know, with her speech at the Arthur Ashe uh, right, Courage Award, right. absolutely brilliant. And then with I Am Kate mm -hmm. um, being on E! television, it is, it very, is very educational. Now, very I think, of course, Laverne Cox is, is very different than Caitlyn Jenner, because yes. we have seen Caitlyn Jenner go in and out of controversial discussions right. constantly. Even still to the day. Even still to the day about gay marriage. She recently was on the Ellen Show, exactly. and like you said, Ellen, you know, felt not supported mm -hmm. on gay marriage and didn't understand because, as she said, listen, Caitlin wants our support and respect, and yet in the answers Caitlin gave about uh, marriage equality, you could tell that she questioned the support. Exactly. Caitlin is a proud Republican, you know, and all of the, those things, and that doesn't necessarily mean you're not supportive of LGBT rights, but it does tend to be on a national level how it runs in the Republican Party. Mm -hmm. So then, though, it was just this week, uh, she, she wrote did, a blog. She did. She released kind of a statement about yeah. it. And it was, she had written it for, I believe, Huffington Post. Mm -hmm. And she said, listen, now I talk to my gay friends, I get it, um, I support you 100%. And whether that was just, you know, the smart PR thing to do, right. or what she feels, I don't know, I still feel like at least we're, we're watching this beautiful woman come into her own and start to understand. You know, her show, if it has done nothing else, it, is, it has been educational, not only for us in the public, but also um, for Caitlin herself. So, it's been quite a journey. And honestly, Aiden talks a lot about being a good role model and wanting to help, um, especially the uh, the transgender males out there, absolutely, who, uh, absolutely, who obviously he can relate to a lot because that's his journey as well. So mm -hmm. I do think it's important to have both of these sides of the coin. I I love how positive Aiden is. He's yes, 
It, very, it's very much very like, positive. wow. I don't know if I can be that positive so It's contagious. It, it really is a little. He, positive people are very, yeah, it's crazy. I know, right? I, and, so, and I enjoy that. You kind of have to be when you're a part of the community, I think. I think you, you should be. I, some, I don't know if you have to be, because there's some out there. But Well, right, right. There are obviously people who aren't. We're all, we're all different. But, yes. I mean, a positive perspective helps. It it helps a great deal. So I'm excited to talk to Aiden about this journey that he has been on. He's recently married to his beautiful wife. and um, So it's a journey, and mm -hmm. it's fascinating to see. I would encourage everybody, you can go out there and see a lot about Aiden. You can see his YouTube channel. You can, uh, he has a right. clothing line. Right. Uh, I think it's called 0.5cc. Right. Um, it just, this, the amazingness that this, this man, this entrepreneur, mm -hmm. has been, been working on while always having an eye on how do I help people. Um, so that's, we love those kind of outspoken Exactly. People the people who are doing things not only with their own lives, but helping other people exactly. through that, you know. Right, you through you have their a, journey. Exactly. You yeah. have a platform for a reason. So use that platform for good, I think, exactly. is, is, is the, the summary there. Now, I think it's interesting because uh, on his YouTube uh, channel, he, he does videos like, you know, talking about dating, uh, and being trans, and that's yeah. that's also always we uh, back when we uh, had Gwen and Ty before they uh, went off on their own things. Um, we talked to them a little bit about that. We talked yeah. to them what is that like, you know, the dating aspect, Because right. that's always so fascinating that you have to, you know, also come out to them. Yes, that you're throughout the dating. Well, we talk about world. having to come out every day, and that's an important right, thing. Exactly. But it is an even, you know, an even more intense right. uh, subject right. matter. Um, yeah, and so that's what's fun because. While he was in New York, mm -hmm. he did some interviews with a local vlogger yes. that's over there, and they did. They talked about the importance, like we're going to talk about, of mm -hmm. uh, being the the chance at being the first um, transgender man on the cover of, of Men's Health magazine. Yes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But also talking about dating and what it's like, and when do you tell the person you're dating? And and I find it fascinating because pretty much if I'm on a date with a guy and he doesn't know it, then something was miscommunicated. You know, but this is a different layer today right. that we don't have to, to have to deal with. So I love yeah. reaching out and figuring out how does that work. Right, you know, because exactly. Listen, we live in a society it, right now that could happen to either one of us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're on a date. Well, and I don't think, I see, personally to me, I don't think that that's a big deal at all. I don't, right. I, I never go on a date thinking, well, if they're trans, then. Right, I, when does that, that even has never, It has never, ever, I've never thought about that. And, uh, you know, up until the moment today when we talked about, well, what if somebody does come out to you? And right. to me, I don't, I don't know that I'm so much into, you know, who the person is in terms of their parts. Right, in terms you know? of body parts. Exactly, yeah. and, and, and people say hearts, not parts, and I think that really does I agree. Uh, ring true with a lot of people because yeah. I, it doesn't matter to me who you were before or, you know, uh, if you were born a different gender right. than you are. I don't, it's I not don't, about that. Think, yeah. yeah, I don't think that that's important at all. I find it fascinating, but it is a it's a real conversation, and I think that's the great part. But we don't want to put it off any longer. Um, we do want to welcome Aiden Dowling. He is a transgender businessman, entrepreneur, activist, model, um, working very hard. He's from the Long Island area, and he does have the chance. He's in the top five of being the very first transgender man on the cover of Men's Health magazine and we are so excited to welcome Aiden Dowling to the show. Are you there Aiden? Hey there, how's it going? Hey, going wonderful. Hey, I do have one first question because we have been debating. Aiden? <laughs> yeah. Aiden. 
Which, how do we say Aiden. 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 Oh, thank God. Perfect. I, I watched like 80 videos this morning. I'm like, I swear he keeps telling me it's Aiden. So we're going to go with it. <laughs> well, welcome to Outspoken. I know you have been very busy, especially now that you are in the top five of uh, this contest. But we want to rewind for our listeners and explain to them, first of all, how it even began uh, you being involved in this contest. Yeah, sure. Well, first off, thanks, of course, for having me on. Definitely. Um, I got into the Men's Health Ultimate Guide contest because I had received like two or three emails in this very short period of time mm -hmm. of some other trans guys saying like, hey, there's this contest going on. It'd be really cool if we could get a trans guy in there. Like how, how amazing would it be if a trans guy got on the cover of right? Men's Health? It was kind of like, oh, wow, that'd be really cool. Right. So I was kind of nervous, but I was like, because, you know, I am transgender, and I, I had a little bit of an insecurity going up against these biological men because, you know, a lot of times I'm always trying to prove that I, too, am a man and deserve that status. So I was a little nervous, but um, because I had, like, a little support uh, coming from the back end and um, from some people who follow me on YouTube and stuff, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Like, what's it going to hurt me? It's not going <laughs> right, to hurt yeah. me to enter, if anything. I show some other guys, like, hey, man, you should put yourself out there. And right. I never would have imagined it would have turned into this, you know, actually possibly being on the cover right. next month. Now, right. what was the conversation like with, with Men's Health Magazine? Did you have to have this big coming out experience with them, or what was that like? Well, I wasn't quite sure um, if I, because in the initial, when you first apply, you do have to answer four or five questions, and mm -hmm. you only have, like, a hundred Faces to fill or a hundred words or something. They're oh. very specific about it. Sure. So I decided that, you know, if I'm going to enter this contest, I want to enter it as an out trans man, which I kind of am anyway. So in right. the first questions, just in the review, I, um, I listed that I was a transgender male just so that they would know right off the bat that I'm trans, you know? Right. Well, and how has that response been from not only men's health, but also the other, you know, uprunners, forerunners for uh, men's health cover? Yeah, honestly, I, at first I was a little nervous because mm -hmm. um, it kind of like got picked up that I was, I had entered and like everything right, was going crazy right. and it was like phenomenal. I was like climbing up the charts in the, um, in the leaderboard of the public voting. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of nervous because like, I don't know, I haven't heard from men's health, like, you know, in the rules, you know, it says, like, one of their number one rules says you must be male to enter. Right. And I didn't know if they were going to kind of play the, well, are you male, are you not? You know, we've right. seen sure. CrossFit kind of do that. We've seen um, pageants, you know, the, uh, the beauty pageants kind of do that with right. trans women, too. So um, I was a little nervous, but... After actually going, after making the top 10 and then making the top five and going to Men's Health and not only meeting the people at Men's Health Magazine and Rodell, who's like the publisher of the magazine, right. and meeting the other contestants, like, I feel very welcome. I feel like um, they didn't really know much about the transgender world, but they're very interested in educating themselves. And that's really the, the space that I'm trying to provide for them. I'm trying to provide them, you know, how, how could they include trans men in the world right. of men that has been around for the last, you know, however many decades that the, the magazine's been out. So it's been really phenomenal, and I, I honestly was a little surprised, but I was happily surprised. <laughs> right. 
And you, you know, what's always fascinating, I, I have to say, in everything that I see about you is that you are so positive, that you, you bring forth this positive energy, but you talk about, in some of your videos, the confidence level. And I, I watched the video this morning of, you know, the over the last four years and being on T mm. and all of this thing. And I have to say, I was talking to Sergey between breaks. It is amazing to, you actually witness your confidence level changing from that very first video all the way until now, it is amazing to see your strength come into that. Do you find that this is another chapter of helping you You find that confidence even more that you're at this point in this men, men's health challenge? Oh, definitely. And thank you for that because, you know, it, it is kind of like amazing the, the last five, six years that I've been going through tra this transition. Right. It's not just a physical thing that's transitioned. My entire life has transitioned. My entire way of thinking, my my outlook on life and, and not just wanting to live, but actually be alive while I'm living, you oh, know? Right. And um, it's, it's definitely, you know, those years online that you can literally see my confidence boosting, it's a self-confidence, you know? And it's something that I was trying to evoke in myself, reminding myself that I am worthy and that, you know, I deserve happiness just like right. everyone else deserves happiness. And I think, now that with all the men's health and all this outside attention that I've been receiving, it's kind of like just an extra little push of saying, like, you know, giving me a little more confidence, saying, like, yeah, like, people support you. Like, you know, being, you know, a good guy and trying your best to live this authentic life, you know, people are supporting you. And that, mm -hmm. I think, anybody is confident when you've got, you know, even if you lost the game, if you've got your friends and family who are, like, high-fiving you and patting you on the back, it's, it's not that bad of a loss, you know what I mean? Because right. you have the support from the people that mean the most to you, and that's the support from the community and the support from my family and my friends and, you know, cisgendered people who are not considered in the community but are showing support and trying to educate. I mean, that builds my confidence for sure. That's amazing. And you talk about how important it is to you to give back to, you know, fellow uh, trans people and especially the trans male community and helping mm -hmm. them to understand that this is your confidence and your success is theirs as well. Oh, totally. Definitely. Um, I mean, I didn't know that I could transition until I saw another guy who had transitioned. Right. And I really hope that when other trans men or really anybody looks at me, they can see, you know, kind of what you guys are saying you saw in my videos. You yeah. can see somebody who wasn't exactly optimistic, wasn't exactly <laughs> self-confident or really even liked themselves very much, um, really find, find the, the strength and inner confidence and strength to kind of, you know, decide that I wanted to be happy. I wanted to find that confidence in myself. And I, I really believe knowing what I've gone through in the last, you know, six, seven, eight years, everybody has that confidence inside of them. So, you know, my confidence is their confidence. And right. when you can see someone who's kind of following your footsteps a little bit right. and you see sure. them happy and you see, you know, the struggles they've gone through and they've overcome them, I think, you know, you, you get your own confidence. You're like, oh, yeah, you know, they did right. it. I could do it too. And, and I'm going to do it better than them or, right. you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, this is... I mean, such a huge deal to have, uh, you know, if, if you're on the cover of Men's Health, it will be such a big deal to have a trans man on Men's Health. And that's going mm -hmm. to advance, you know, not only the sports community in terms of trans rights, uh, but the health and fitness community. What do you think uh, is the most important thing moving forward in, you know, uh, trans rights and trans advocacy? 
I think one of the most important things is um, definitely the health aspect, but not just the physical, but also the mental. I think oh, that, yeah. um, you know, we have a very high rate of suicide amongst the transgender community, and they're usually in younger trans teens and young adults. And I think we really need to fill in those gaps of how to treat a young child or a preteen or a teenager who's showing signs of possibly um, maybe not identifying as the gender that they were born, you know, how do we treat those kids? How do we make sure that they have the resources to explore themselves? How do we make sure that they feel safe to explore themselves so that they don't become self-harmers or become extremely depressed or decide that actually suicide is the best option besides, you know, the living, you know? So I, I really feel like at least that's a part that I'm very passionate about. I was, I was a depressed child. I was a self-harmer and, I didn't feel like I belonged or fit in, and that's because nobody told me I did belong or fit in. Right. So I think it's important that we are able to reach the mental minds of those, those young kids who are growing up in our LGBT world today. See, and that's amazing. And did you ever see, you know, you mentioned the, the we all have, I, I guess, tend to have a dark adolescence, but you mentioned the extra pressures. There. Did you ever think back then that today, first of all, you're, you're in this contest, but that you would be uh, married to your lovely wife, I think it's Jenny Lee, and that this yes. would be your, your actual life, that it could yeah. be just what you want. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's really crazy, um, and it's, it's, it's mind-blowing. It really is, because yeah. once I realized that I actually had some kind of control over how I wanted to live my life and, and the emotions that I wanted to feel in my life, I actually started to just gravitate towards those emotions. I started doing things that made me feel happy. And if it made me feel bad, I stopped doing it, you know? And um, it caused a lot of change in my life, but it was the best choice I ever made. And although I would have never believed it if you told me 10 years ago I'd be where I am now, um, I am beyond happy and more than grateful (laughs) to be where I am today and not be kind of stagnant where I was 10 years ago, you know? <laughs> right, exactly. Sure. And what's amazing, I know you've said it in like a myriad of interviews, but I think that's like your your whole thing about the four-minute mile is now mm-hmm. you get to be that for someone else that they can see, look, if this can happen there. And I just want to, first of all, apologize to our listeners who probably just had their hearts broken now that we, sh- you know, shared that you're married. Uh, but <laughs> but secondly, do you mind resharing your whole uh, four-minute mile philosophy? Yeah, not a problem. Um, I really love to listen to and watch, like, motivational speakers, speeches, read motivational books, you know, we all have our down base and we need to self-motivate. So that's how I do it. And one of the ways I do is I listen to this one guy on YouTube. He's amazing. I suggest it to anyone who's having a bad day. His name is Les Brown, and he was talking about the four-minute mile where, mm-hmm. you know, um, I- I'm gonna, I think it was like 20 years ago or something like that. Um, everybody, nobody had run a mile in four minutes. So everybody who stepped on a track already knew that there was no way they were going to get a mile in four minutes. So if they got a mile in four minutes and three seconds, they did awesome because there's no way they'll ever break four minutes because no one has done it before. Right. Until one day, somebody did. Somebody broke the four-minute mile. They ran a mile in like 3.57 or something like that. And so literally, they had done what was considered absolutely impossible. Mm -hmm. Since that day... Something like 40,000 people have run a mile in under four minutes, including high school students. So just the fact that 
some, the, the new people, after the four-minute mile had been run, somebody stepped on the track and said, hey, they ran a mile in three minutes and 57. Well, I'm going to do it in three minutes and 56. Right. You know? And, and they just had that drive because somebody else had done it. Somebody was, you know, on a track right. working and striving the same way that they were and were able to accomplish it. So I really hope that I could be that for other other trans men as well as other biological men, too. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, there's a lot of uh, struggles we as a man in society mm-hmm. go through, and I think we need to remember that we can bond over those things. Exactly. That's so that's so true and so inspiring. I love the the 4-minute mile and I love that you, you know, say not only trans men but cisgender men also have these troubles that, you know, you can bond over. What is something mm-hmm. that you would tell uh anyone in the trans community who's just coming out or, you know, any community that's struggling um, you know, with their issues? What would what advice or what would you tell them? I I always say, you know, no matter kind of where you are in the community, if you're going through a struggle or maybe you're, you're realizing that maybe you are a part of this community and you didn't realize that maybe you were before, is just try to find support. That was always my number one thing. You know, the first person I came out to as a, a lesbian as well as transgender were my friends. And I knew that if I had one or two people who were on my side who were willing to hear my story and, and kind of be like, yeah, Aiden, you know, I want to learn. I want to understand. You're my friend. I want to support you. That really meant the world to me because then no matter what was said to me during the day or, or what interaction I had on the street, I could call up my friend and be like, oh my gosh, you'll never imagine what happened today. It was terrible. And they had my back. And that really helped me out. You know, there's nothing like going home and feeling like you have no one to talk to. You know, mm-hmm. that's a really sad and, and lonely feeling. So yes. if you can even just have one friend, counselor, therapist, mother, father, aunt, uncle, anybody who you can go to and, and use as your support system, I think that could be really life-saving, honestly. Exactly. And, you know, you you have, like I've said before, such a positive uh, outlook. And so, obviously, through this whole journey, you have become more and more this role model, whether it was ever intended or not. Do you? <laughs> how do you deal with the pressure? Because, I mean, for anybody, that's a lot of pressure. Even the world's most positive guy... How do you deal yeah. with that pressure? Um, it's definitely a lot of pressure. Uh, <laughs> and, and, you know, I just, I think I deal with it by just being as transparent as possible. Um, if you follow me on any of my social media networks, like, I, if I'm not having a good day, I'll usually say that I'm not having a good day. Right. And I'll say that, you know, this is why I'm not having a good day or you know, this is why I am having a good day. Mm-hmm. Or if, I'm, if I have fear, I'll, I'll look I'll go to one of those motivational speeches and I'll take a clip from it and I'll post it on Instagram and try to, you know, motivate other people who might be feeling fearful of their dreams that day or something. But it can be difficult. But, you know, self-motivation and honestly, also with kind of this pressure of trying to get on the cover of men's health, I feel like a pressure from from the community to get on the cover, but it's also like a really heavy motivation. You know, it's like, hey, Aiden, I know you don't want to get up and go to the gym this morning, but right. the rest of the world needs you to, <laughs> you know, <laughs> because if you're going to get on the cover, you got to look good. you got to represent, you know. Right. Um, so I use that kind of as a motivational mm-hmm. tool, too, you know, um, just the, the backing of the community. Even when I don't believe in myself, I can go, I go mm-hmm. online and I have all these other p- people believing in me, and it's like, how, you know, how can you complain about your life right now? Look at all this support and love right. you're getting. I mean, 
what can you really yeah. say is that right. terrible? Exactly. And, and that usually kind of brings things back into focus for me. Great. And yeah. now, thanks to that, I'm going to have to go have to find a magazine that I need to get on the cover of because I have no motivation at the gym. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll get it. Now, uh, Aiden, let's talk a little bit about um, the photo. Recreating, you recreated Adam, Adam Levine's photo, and that got a lot, a lot of uh, traction, a lot of publicity uh, yeah. with that. You talk have to, to be us, confident. Exactly. <laughs> talk to us a little bit about the idea, uh, the process, and all of the you know, reactions from that. Yeah, um, the idea came from uh, FCM Magazine. Jason Ballard is the CEO of FCM Magazine. And because I have a clothing company, 0.5cc, that gives back to the community a lot, and I also have my YouTube channel and all these other uh, kind of outlets, they asked me to be on the cover, which was very exciting. Um, It was very, you know, uh, it felt like a very big accomplishment in in the FCM scene. You know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of an underground magazine, but it's up and coming. And I, because I have clothing and stuff, we wanted to do some pictures that were a little more, I don't know, artsy, I guess. So we, me and Jason were kind of rummaging through Pinterest, looking on Google, thinking of, oh, well, let's, let's recreate some stuff. That'd be cool. Yeah, okay, yeah. let's recreate some stuff. And then it was actually Christmas Eve. Uh, I was sitting at a diner with my wife and our friend, mm-hmm. and I got a, a picture of pretty much Adam Levine naked on my on my phone, and it's from Jason, and Jason was like, hey, what do you think of recreating this? And I was like, um, uh, hmm, so I showed it to my wife, Jenny Lee, and she was like, what? You know, kind of like, huh? And I was like, well, you know, and and we kind of talked back and forth, and we're like, you know, the visibility aspect, the concept that it was, you know, we're trying to say that trans men are men, and, Mm -hmm. you know, what what does trans look like? You know, let's question the stereotype of what transgender even is, and um, me and her both discussed, and she agreed that if uh, she could get her nails done real nice and fancy (laughs) for the photo shoot, that um, (laughs) we could do it, so... uh, you know, we, we just went for it. It was very small. It was just me, my wife, and Jason with the photographer, and, and that was it. So it was just us, um, very kind of low-key for my comfort level, and it <laughs> blew up. It was, we went really crazy very quickly. I was mm. extremely surprised. Well, you know, talk about confidence. I mean, you you have to have at least some level of confidence to be able to do that. And it is, and I love that the, you can go and see pictures. Uh, they'll put Adam Levine's uh, picture next to yours, recreating that picture. And I mean, you're yeah. right on point. You guys are right there. And I think what an amazing thing, because as you said, it's almost like, listen, we need to really talk about what defines being a man, just in mm-hmm. general, that I think we have made that definition so narrow um, mm-hmm. over the history of time and I think these kinds of things are very important um, what do you think when you think about what defines being a man what do you think that is you know um, I have gotten that question a couple of times now be giving the contest is called like the ultimate big guy contest and stuff right. like that um, and you know, I feel like these are kind of character traits that every human being should hold, not just men or women. But, you know, I do identify as male, and it mm-hmm. is a men's contest. So mm-hmm. when I get asked that question, I just always, right off the bat, I think of integrity and honesty, um, strength, as well as, um, you know, just, just being righteous, pu- mm-hmm. putting putting um, mm-hmm. your your 
your loves and your your passions before your selfishness, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, just, you know, really showing up, going out, getting what you want, and, and feeling deserving of that. But at the same time, you know, not, you know, I always say that you should be able to see a beautiful a, a beautiful scene, but you shouldn't have to step on someone else in order to get a better view. You, right. sh- you should all be able to rise up on stage and all see from a beautiful view. So, you know, I just, I really feel like that's, that's a characteristic of a man, somebody who, you know, is willing to put other people before him, knowing that they're, you know, in, uh, in like a protected state. Right. Exactly. I see yet again. I think I want to write that quote down. You need to put it on a t-shirt <laughs> because it's absolutely beautiful. And I have to say, you know, I growing up, I actually bought Men's Health magazine. I mean, you wouldn't know it, but I did. And I would and because what I went to Men's Health magazine for was to find out how to be healthy, to find out uh mm-hmm. workout tips. Everything that you offer because we want to highlight a healthy lifestyle so if we're looking at listen this is what this contest is about you you could teach me a million things because (laughs) this is just because that's what it is it has nothing to do with the trans aspect except you are embodying everything that men's health is that their story is and uh, so that's why I mean not like it's not obvious that we really really hope that you you get it but (laughs) Tell us when the public will know anything. Yes, yes. Uh, and, well, of course, thank you for all those beautiful compliments. That oh, was yeah, nice. Oh, for sure. Um, otherwise, uh, October 12th um, is, is the official announcement. Oh, wow. It should be, um, it comes out on the 13th, and the official announcement is on the 12th. Oh, wow. To my knowledge, it will be on a, what I was told is it will be on a top-rated morning show Live. Nice. Now, do so they're you fly have... all five of us to New York, oh, and they're going to announce the oh, live? Wow. That's crazy. Do you get to know anything? Like, do you secretly know no. it, and you have to be on a gag order, or you I just get to decide? I don't out? know a thing, and it's, oh, it's, wow. it's, it's like crazy. It's so it's like you know, I can that's sit here and just amazing. like think about it and stress about it and daydream all right, day. You know right. what I mean? Uh, I gotta like refocus my my thoughts every time. I'm like, hmm, I wonder. I wonder. Yeah, right. I wonder. <laughs> it's killing you. Wow. Oh my gosh, that would be so stressful I, not knowing. I know, and I know we can't yeah. vote anymore. Well, but yeah. I think we should just mm-hmm. like blow up Facebook, anyways. Because well, yeah. Oh my God, I'm dying, <laughs> and I can't wait. And the good thing is, I mean, for you, it probably seems like a year, but it's fairly close. Yes. For the rest yes. of us. And to be just the day after National Coming Out Day, I mean, what an amazing yeah. thing this is for this to happen. So I would be remiss if we did not ask you uh, what it was like to meet Ellen. <laughs> Ellen was amazing. She was super sweet, um, and she seemed like very, like, kind of protective mm-hmm. over me, which was kind of cool. Like, um, she wanted me to know that, like, she had my back and, like, don't worry about anybody, you know? Oh, like, wow. nothing's going to happen to me while I'm there. <laughs> oh, and, um, that's so sweet. That was really awesome. And, and she's got, you know, when you see pictures of her and you see her on the show, she's got these beautiful blue eyes, right? Oh, yeah. But there's nothing like, like, really looking into her blue eyes. They're like, you know, they just take you away kind of blue eyes, you know? They're like, wow. you can just dive into them. They're beautiful. That was like oh. one thing I definitely noticed right away when I saw her. was like, <laughs> whoa. They're like, you oh. know, crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Someday, I I swear we are going to experience that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I hope that you can. I really hope you can. Peer deep into Ellen's eyes. I love Bucket her. list. There right, you go. Exactly. Yeah. Now, <laughs> 
Aiden, we do this thing on our show where we have uh, callers say their name and say, hi, you're listening to Outspoken. This is Aiden Dowling, Dowling you, know, you would something say. Something like that. Um, plug us, basically. Plug us, <laughs> and then we use it later on. Would you mind doing that for us real quick? Yeah, of course. What do you want me to say? So just say, hi, I'm Aiden Dowling, and you're listening to Outspoken. Okay. Tell me when to go. You, you good to go take a breath so there's a little break and then do it. Okay. I'm Aiden Dowling, and you're listening to Outspoken Radio. You are awesome, sir. Thank you so much for taking time. We are so excited, and I cannot wait to see what happens. But in our opinion, you're the cover man. It's just gonna, <laughs> I we predict well, it you. on Outspoken right now. Yep. <laughs> this is it. This, this is, is the it. prediction. So thank you so much, and we hope you have an amazing day. Good luck. Great. Thank you so much. Thanks again for having me Definitely. and all your support. Bye. Bye. So if you just tuned in or you were there for that amazing interview, that was Aiden Dowling. He uh, is in the running top five to be on the cover of Men's Health Magazine for their Ultimate Men's Health Guy 2015. And I'm sorry, if you have seen the pictures, talk about Ultimate Men's Health. I mean, that man works his rear end off to... To look absolutely amazing. Oh, absolutely amazing. That's true. I am very jealous. I wish I had that drive sometimes. I'm jealous of his, like, his motivation, as you yes. were talking about. And yes. I'm jealous of his wife. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, let's just call it out. Which, the sad thing is, is, you know, he's not a dude, so it wouldn't even matter if he wasn't married. But yeah. thrilled that he is married. Too bad. Um, and they are very sweet. She was yeah. uh, in the audience on Ellen they're just the cutest things ever. Mm -hmm. So all the support from the Outspoken Boys to Aiden Dowling for this. We'll keep you posted. Now we are going to take a really quick song break. We're going to listen to Young Folks by Peter, Bjorn, and John. We love Justin. We do. Justin we love Tranter. Justin Tranter from Semi-Precious Weapon. A lot of fun. He just joined us. We were we had just interviewed Aiden Dowling, who could be the first trans man on the cover of Men's Health magazine. If you missed the interview, don't you worry. You can go to iTunes and look it up this week, and then you can hear that interview. We'll also have it on our website, hotmesssunday.com. But go to iTunes and subscribe to the Outspoken Boys. Leave us an awesome review yes. and ratings. Give us the yes. five stars, child. I love that. Give so, us five stars. Listen, that's, listen, he's amazing, and he was on Ellen, so I feel like we're like one degree. We are <laughs> one degree away, away from ocean. One degree, one degree ocean. It's a new ocean. <laughs> it is. Fabrice from with Ellen. And I love that his comment about Ellen was all about her amazing blue eyes, right? They're so kind. You know what? I am a sucker for blue eyes. Oh, love me, too. me some blue oh, eyes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Especially, I bet you just look in the mirror all the time, Jonathan. You're oh, like, oh, I, do, I have to say, my weapon, everybody has one. Yeah. The weapon during dating is my blue eyes yeah. because I can do the whole, oh, I'm so tired, let me rub my eyes, and then you just do the snap up. And look at them, and they're like, your eyes are beautiful. Oh, I know, so right? Yeah. sweet. <laughs> see, yeah. yeah. Do you, do see, I always, whenever out in the sunshine, anyone has blue eyes, I'm always like, I want to see what their eyes look like on the right. sun. Because blue eyes in the sun, oh, it's I'm just, it's you. something. It They I have start a thing dancing. for the pale blue eyes. There are some pale blue oh, eyes. Oh, like gray? just like, what is yeah. happening to you? Yeah. My dad has very pale blue eyes. They're, oh. they're, they're gray. They are gray. Sometimes a little bit yellow. Wow. Different. Yes. That's, that's <laughs> totally a different problem. Different. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel uncomfortable after yeah. saying how sexy I find pale blue eyes. 
My dad has COVID. Oh. To be honest, to be honest, I think you would find my dad attractive. Uh, okay. It's a, it's a weird thing. I mean, I'm but, not thinking you know. I won't, but I would never tell you. No. So no, you will. You will. You'll be like, damn, your dad. And I'll be like, all right. Right, I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah. We are having a lot of fun, actually, on this uh, on this Can show. Can you tell? We have fun normally in this show. But, you know, we did something. <laughs> I'm gonna get killed. Yeah. Uh, we did something a few weeks ago I wanted to take back because, I mean, to do the wrap up, I love bringing on the intern wrap up. Oh. <laughs> She's glaring at me oh, right no. now. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. I will say you did get an apology from the person who, uh, who ragged on you for not liking Macklemore. And so he said he just doesn't like your taste in music. <laughs> but he loves you. You're great. But, Mariah, you, the great thing I told Sergey earlier that I thought that our, um, we were doing really good. Not that we don't we don't do good on our shows. We were doing really good on our shows. And I said, I think it's because Mariah is, we feel as an audience and we're just looking at her because you're staring right there. What did you think of the show, my dear? I thought it was excellent. Oh, see, she knows so much. Oh, good. I'm mm -hmm. a trained puppy over here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did you think of that interview with Aiden Dowling? I love him. Can he just come be my life coach? Oh, right. There it is. Deal. Oh. I think that's his future career. Nailed Modeling it. Slash life coach. Right? And Modeling I think I coach. want life coach and my trainer. I sort of... Well, yeah, first of all, that can come with it. Have you seen... Oh my gosh! Yeah, go look up the Ad uh, Adam Levine photo oh. uh, because it's Adam Levine next to Aiden. Right? Aiden. 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 We learned that it's Aiden, although spelled with an I-A-N. I know. Aiden. Hey, we learned something. And I, I, I have unpopular opinions about music today, but I kind of don't <laughs> like Adam Levine, so I really like oh, Aiden's okay. picture. That's I okay. have to say this. I, I Adam Levine's music, you know, it's hit and miss with yeah. me, but he's always a hit with me. Oh, him. <laughs> yeah, and that's just because, yeah. But, like, I can't I can't look at any videos where he's talking and stuff because sometimes just like, oh, the personality's ruining it for me. Yeah, but I will right. take the picture every time. Um, okay, well, I want to know then, what is some of your favorite music then? Oh, no. Why? Well, why one thing you that you like. Um, yeah, I know. Why would you I know, you... Me? This is... Okay, go ahead. Um, I... Oh, God, you're making this so difficult. Can I look well, on my phone? Yes, you, you certainly can. can. Look on your phone, Jonathan. You are putting Mariah on the I hot know. seat. And you are putting a, a Bunsen burner. Oh, I do this. Uh, you really it's do. a thing. Halsey is a new artist. Artist yes. that I just Halsey, fell in love with. like Ballsy yes. with an H. It, very good. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, and uh, had run into to them. I just a couple months ago, I guess. Halsey. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you mm -hmm. ran into them. Oh. Yeah. At so a club. Famous. I, oh my god. Yeah, whatever. Um, no, I mean, run into the music. Oh, oh, okay. And I had to admit that I kind of had the same, but I haven't done any more, like, looking. You know I, what I mean? I kind of, I have a bad habit where I just find something that I like, and then I listen to it for 24 hours straight. Cool. And then you oh, start wow. hitting it after yeah, a while? Yeah. yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah. I need to I need to break up all of the songs and artists I like, because I'm like, or or I do the thing where I find five that I really like and cycle through them, so it's not as bad. But I don't but... think you've gotten to the point where you hate Sam Smith yet. Oh, God, no. That's the one say. exception. That is the one exception. That is awesome, because I know you do that. Although, so, okay, now you've given close. people something new to go out, look for Halsey. Mm -hmm. you know? Halsey. So my challenge to Josh is to go uh, listen to Halsey and let me know what you think, because... Uh, We'll see. Maybe we can find some common ground and okay. bridge. I We're going to bridge that. Like me, yeah. <laughs> Why do you hate me? All I can do with Halsey is think of lame puns like Dragon Halsey. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh. Deck the Halsey. Dragon Halsey, I Dragon think, kind of makes my brain that, happy. Isn't that, that kind of pretty good? Yeah. Right? Isn't that kind of good? That's because you and your brother are very oh much my God. the same. You both brother. love 
<laughs> very lame odd puns. Very odd lame puns. Yeah, like my brother with his kale. Yeah. Yeah, he can he can <laughs> rhyme kale for twenty four hours. All he he just, could. That's all. That's, he's that's all he does. Gonna doctor Seuss that. Yeah. And that's gonna <laughs> be a thing. But so uh, Mariah, for people who don't know, if you're if you're just joining, Mariah is uh, has been working hard with the boys and putting up with us for a couple months now. Yes. And sometimes we'll be shooting a video because you shoot our videos for us. We'll be shooting a video and I'll be like, I wonder if she hates us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what well, I sometimes, love is, last time we were in, we had some great videos we were shooting and you say to me, you're like, because she has so many comments on some of the things we say, and she's like, I don't want to do it, you know, because we're filming. I want her to shout it out because some funny stuff is in there. That we oh, probably, yeah. here's the thing, this is why you should funny, watch funny our videos. Enough. Because some funny stuff that we can't talk about here, but you can see them on our videos. Because <laughs> you had some pretty good comments. So that's the most frustrating thing about being a camera operator. They teach you to, you know, don't yes, laugh, do don't not. make any sounds, yeah. nothing. So right. you guys are just being your ridiculous selves <laughs> yes, in front of the camera, and I just have to hold everything back. Oh. It's so hard. It's so, do we need to put you in frame? Do we need to put you on camera? I don't know no. if anyone wants to. <laughs> well, 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 I think you would have well. a fan base you don't even know. Mm. Yeah, you would, uh-huh. There would um, be a whole group. By the way, just for Josh you. accepts your challenge. And he was on a call, because he, he listens to us from work. He was on a call when he got it, so I will reiterate, Josh, it's Halsey, because he asked me. Yeah. Make sure, but he accepts your challenge, so he'll he'll do it. So see, good. you're spreading the good word of Halsey. And Josh, <laughs> if you don't like it, I'll give you another band next week. See, oh, so, so we will just we do, will this. do We will find this bridge and we're gonna build it. Blah blah blah. <laughs> there you go. This is it. this is a weekly installment now. Right. Music by Mariah. I love it so much. I do Mariah's want to talk playlist. about. <laughs> he says, "Oh, honey." So I do want to say, as since we're talking about uh, future things. Let's remind people that if you join us next week, on next week's show, which is the 27th of September, we're going to have another very active trans man on Buck Angel is on the show. And let me tell you, I was going to say look up Buck Angel, but just be, be ready if you do, because Buck Angel does a lot of things, but he's also for sex positivity, and there might be some porns that he's done as well. There you go. But wow. there's lots of positive things. We're going to uh, talk to Buck Angel next week, and then the week after that, which is October 4th, we're going to talk to some of the cast of Where the Bears Are, which is a funny web series that's been out there in season seven now hysterical. It's um, it's a riot. Please yeah. go watch it. So it's some of those so, so boys will, will be on our... As, you know, yeah, especially if you're a bear, but if you're not a bear, watch it anyways, because I watched an funny. episode, and yeah. it is it is pretty hilarious. And for you, you and I, who have an interest, and I, even for Mariah, who have an interest in, in making film, in making yeah. fun things, yeah. I find web series very fascinating, because it is, basically, it's people like us yeah. doing it, because they just want to do it. A lot of the times, it. low budget. Um, yeah, yeah and they, they make funny things. You know, we have a sitcom, obviously, uh, that we did a couple of years ago, but we are bringing those boys back, and yes. Maya is going to help us bring uh, Johnny and Todd back to the screen, Jay but this is what's fun. This is what fun is fun about doing that. I that agree. Kind of stuff. So, it's those the are the great things of it coming all. up on Outspoken. Um, so that, I like it. Now we're going to take our last quick song break before we come back and wrap this hot mess Sunday up. Uh, wrap uh, it up in a bow. Put your finger right there because I need to tie it. Um, this is going to be Flash Junk Mind by Milky Chance. 
you are back with KYRS Medical Expo Canada 8.1 and 92.3 FM, and these are your outspoken hot mess Sunday boys. It is. I felt like that was very in a musicality type way. It was very had some rhythm. It did have some rhythm. I I, I wanted to give it more dimension. It wasn't very close. <laughs> that was beautiful. It had great dimension. If you have just joined us, you missed the show. So what are you doing? But um, <laughs> <laughs> crying, right? Yeah. Right. This has been a great show. Yeah. Uh, a lot of fun. We had a, a very passionate first hour talking about what's going on in the we news. Sure we talked about our local mayor, David Condon. Um, so calling him out again. This time on the radio, I did it at the party earlier. So that was fun. Um, and then we talked to Aiden Dowling, was our, our main guest of the second hour. So that's kind of exciting. Yes. And that's it. No. Make sure to join us uh, next week. We will be talking uh, to Buck, Buck Angel. Angel. And then the day before that, actually, is Spokane AIDS uh, hosting AIDS Walk. Yes, and the AIDS, AIDS walk. walk is happening on Saturday. So be sure to go there. That is Saturday, Come 26. Come walk with us. It's only $20, and you get a t-shirt for that. So really, right. you're buying your t-shirt for AIDS Walk. It's an awareness walk thing. Walk with us, because we're walk there. They're giving us a microphone. Exactly. We want people to enjoy us. Mm -hmm. And the walk, because it's for a good cause. It's not all it about is. us, but sometimes. And you know what? It's going to be one of those amazing fall morning walks, which oh. I love fall morning walks. You like anything I, that you cozy clothes. I love my cozy clothes. I love yeah. that yesterday, Luke, who we haven't seen in a while, says, oh my god, you you got your sweaters out. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, you love your sweaters. I'm like, All Luke, I have to say is wow. Luke is the sweetest thing ever he, because I, he I don't does. know how he remembered that. I do he love my sweaters. Us. And we love Luke. Yeah. That was very sweet of him, I thought. So, anyways, come on out, join us. It'll be a hoot and a hoot and a holler. Now, if you have a car that you want to donate, donate to KYRS. Call 855-KYRS. Call that car. That's KY. That's. <laughs> God damn it. That's 855-597-7227 to arrange a Good free. Job. Pick up of your car. Hey, you got it. You pulled I, it out. Look, you could have let that crash I, and burn. I, the thing is, you, you just, just it stick out. it in front of me. I'm like, oh, okay. I will do. I know. You, I, way to go, though. Thank you. You kind you of pulled it out. Almost. I do that. I have to work on that. That's okay. You called me out before because I do that to Mariah. I know. You did do that to Mariah. And I do that to people. Yeah. I just do that to people. I You're realize like, it's go. happening, and then I'm like, Jonathan. Yeah. I did that to poor young man who is the boyfriend of Matthew Hughes who was oh, automatic yes. shoes last week and oh. I'm just like I have a question I'm totally curious about hey Let what do you think you of this and it mortified yes like oh. the poor child was like he didn't want the mic near him and I'm like I need to work on this yeah right. it's the reporter in me it is right you're just like hey well I'm pretty sure next time you're just gonna take your you know your coffee cup you're like how do you feel this morning coffee cup how did you feel me drinking you it's not gonna answer but it's you're gonna probably, do it it's probably well. in my head it answers that's the problem that's the, yeah that's what's you should just go out on the street take well, the mic be like it's hey. also why if you're gonna ask me to ask a question to someone that you know you should be sure yeah. that you want me to do that yeah. because I tried to tell him hey I was controlling myself you're the one that unlocked that cage and then I say things to the mayor. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's, that's true. Yeah. That's so true. I am gonna work on it though, because I I don't want to do that to people. Not as much, maybe. But right. Right. Anyways, right. thank you for joining us for this amazing show. We will see you next week.